Surprise water pour in the beginning of the podcast, bitch. Holden, take it away. Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Split Screen Gaming Podcast, the occasional weekly podcast where three lifelong friends correspond about video games from the comfort Lamp-long? of their lifelong. 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 How many words have I mispronounced this week? Today. Shut up. Keep reading. I'm Holden Depardo. I'm Chad Michael Innes. And joining us today is going to be the world-renowned John Cena. Who is here this time? This is, is the first time we've had our guest. This is great. I'm uh, very we excited. We duct taped him to the chair, though, and I super glued his lips together because we overpowered him and we just had to uh, show the world. So yeah. he's on our podcast today. Occasionally, he'll chime in if he's able to. We'll mm, see. Shut up, John. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back. This is our fourth episode of Split Screen Gaming Podcast. I can't believe we're still doing this. I can because yeah. it's happening right now. It's happening right now. I mean, arbitrizers, they dropped us. but <laughs> <laughs> there are. It's going to be a great show this week. Do you know why? Because there are some things on this list that I forgot to tell Holden we're talking about today. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to listen to. So why topics were just, fuck that, we're not doing them? No, I mean, I told one of them, fuck that, and then I added two more. Wait, what are we doing? Are you, let me see the list. Yeah, take a look at the notes. So while he's looking at the note, uh, I just want to give a disclaimer same. about Did you put it in the weekly show notes? Because yeah, it I looks did. the same as what I put in there. It actually doesn't look any different at all. You're a lying whore. I am not a lying whore. My phone is in front of your face you right now. shared notes on iOS. They're a dream. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there was one where, like, I deleted the note, you resend it to me, and it was still the exact same one as the one that I deleted. That's not the same one that's on your phone at all. Nope. It's so weird. Okay. Dumb, dumb, dumb. So, uh, so I guess I would say I was going to introduce what we're doing today, but I guess I can't do that. Well, you can introduce news. Yeah, we're going to do news. I just kind of did by saying that. Yeah. Hey, oh, hold by on, the what way, are we yeah, doing first? News. Oh, shit. Wow, surprise. <laughs> all right. No, actually, before we do that, though, what have you been playing this week? Oh, yeah. Oh, goddamn shit. Uh, this week, surprise Horizon Zero Dawn, still chugging through that thing. Yep. Just made it to Meridian. Ooh. Uh, I don't know what that means, but. No, you don't. Sounds great. But it's, are there it's robots a big there? Deal. There are robots. Do they look like crocodiles? I saw a crocodile uh, there robot There are some crocbots. There are some <laughs> there's bird bots. Ro- there's a robot crockpot. You open it up, it's like, oh my God, there's a beef stew in here. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, you said I didn't forget it. It's great. Yeah, yeah that's why Horizon Zero Dawn is so good. There's beef stew everywhere in the world. <laughs> I'm That's a little over secret, 20 guys. hours in, level 29. I think the level cap is 50. I'm level 29. I just did a quest in order to get to That's the city that I'm in cap. that you're supposed to be like level 12 to get there. So uh, I'm way overpowered, but it's fun. You do that. You just you can't just play an area. you got to play everything in the oh, area. Man. I know. That's why I can never do The Witcher or Skyrim. Well, that's why Final Fantasy 15 took you forever. Yeah. Which actually good. is kind of funny because one of my uh, interrogatives this week is about Time wasted. Shut up! It's a subscriber interrogative. No, you interrogative. I'm a subscriber. (laughs) You're technically not. (laughs) I haven't listened to the podcast yet. Oh man, I don't Um, want to listen to myself talk, Chad. It's weird. Here's what else I've been playing since you asked. Thank you for your consideration. No problem. What have you been playing, Chad? Uh, Aside from Horizon, do you remember that game last week that I pretended I played by watching the video called Lumo? Very vaguely. Great. I'm glad you remember everything about our friendship. <laughs> uh, Lumo is a game that was free on PlayStation Plus this week. Limbo? Nope. Lumo. I, I was sure you were pulling a me and just mispronouncing the word Lumo. Nope. I am educated. <laughs> Lumo. <laughs> I didn't go to college, guys. For a fourth time, Lumo is a game that was on PlayStation Plus this what month. What was it again? One more time uh, for me. It's Lambie. 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 Love Lambie. I heard you. I remember that game you were telling about yeah. that now. Yeah. You shut up. Uh, yeah, I played that on my Vita, downloaded that in my Vita. And you know what? Like, I want, I want to like it. It's like a puzzle dungeon 
type thing. You're crawling through a dungeon every room. But it's like there are little things about it that are just not polished enough. It's clever. The way it introduces mechanics to you is, is clever, and I enjoy that part of it. But every screen of the dungeon, every room, you can get through in like five to ten seconds. And as you go to the oh. next room, there's just like ever just so too long of a of a loading screen, like a good two seconds between loading screen between areas, which is like, like literally twenty percent of the time you're just spend doing exactly. I'd spend thing. five okay. seconds getting through the room, two seconds of loading, five seconds of running, two seconds of loading. And it, I don't think it would be that bad if the music didn't 40%. cut out Ooh. during every loading screen. So it's like do 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 do. That was good timing. So, I don't know how much further I'm going to go in that, but it was a fun like hour I spent with it on a lunch break once. Ooh! So you spent an hour playing that, and then Horizon Zero Dawn for the rest of it. No, I also played that great Mike Bithell game, Volume. Downloaded that and played on my video. That sounds so familiar. Mike Bithell, the guy who made, damn it, this is the second podcast in a row where we can't remember the name of this game. Thomas was alone. Oh, yeah. Uh, great game about squares that makes you cry. I have it on my iPhone. I got, like, halfway through it. Vo- not volume, because that's all I like. You're talking about Thomas Was Alone? Yeah, Thomas Was Alone, okay. yeah. It was it was quite enjoyable. I really want to go yeah. back to that game. You should. You should finish it. It's fantastic. Yeah, but his his New West game, it's not new anymore, because I downloaded it the day it came out, months and months and months ago, on Vita. And um, I finally started playing it two days ago on Vita. And it's fantastic. Like, I, I enjoyed Thomas Was Alone, and I love is the narration similar? and the story. Uh, no, this is a... You just turn the volume up, and you're like, is this loud enough? Can <laughs> is I this? this up nope, too loud, too you loud. lose. Nope. Oh, not loud enough, Someone in the, in the room complained. <laughs> <laughs> it's a an isometric kind of 3D, you're looking down on so it. So, like, one level, game. you're on a train, and you have to play music as loud as you can. Then you're on a plane, and then you're in a quiet room taking a test, and you got to try to... Is that how it works? That's exactly right. All right, cool. That's exactly right. I'm great. Uh, so it's if you've ever played the Metal Gear Solid training missions, nope, like the the VR missions. Um, it's a very wide audience, right there. This is, this <laughs> is out of the 25 like people who listen to our podcast, <laughs> <laughs> at least like none of them have played that. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> awesome. Actually, anyone who's older than you are has probably played it. Most people are, and it's included in every Metal Gear Solid. Almost like they all have some kind of VR training mission part. Mm-hmm. I feel like that anyway, was... it's very similar to that. Uh, but what I love about it is the character of the game. Like, you start out the very first level, you're just there, and then like five feet below you is a little message on the ground, and you reach it, and you hit X on top of the message, and it's like, oh, good, you knew to move. I was going to tell you, and it looks like you already discovered how to read things. So I guess I'll cut out some of this tutorial since you look pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like awesome. So, like, the character that this game has is... That's like an Earthbound kind amazing. of thing right there. When I was playing Earthbound, it reminds me of something I'd seen in that game. Yeah. So it was very good. There's a there's a, a bot or a robot. I haven't gotten far enough to figure out really my exact relationship with this thing. But the thing that's making all of these simulations for me to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's very fun. Very fun. I'm definitely going to continue that on the Plastoshim Vita. Sweet. So that's the three games I've been playing this you, week. You've been playing a lot of games this week. Hold on. Have you been playing Zelda this week? <laughs> no. Yeah, I have. Surprise. Lots of Zelda. I am now uh, 100 hours into that game, which is more time than I've ever put into a game in such a short time frame. Okay. It's basically like I have my work life, and I don't have a personal life. I just have Zelda. 
<laughs> There's no personal. Life. It's all Zelda. Uh, I can't stop playing. I'm not gonna go too much into it because I think every podcast I've talked too much about Zelda, but it's. I would agree. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have agreed as well. Uh, it's fucking great. I'm still enjoying my time with it. I, I'm excited though because I'm gonna go see my brother uh, this week, and he hasn't played it yet, so I'll get a chance to show it to him. And then I think I'm gonna take a break from Zelda until the hard mode comes out in the summer, and then I'll play it again there. You did technically play something other than Zelda, didn't you? You tried out something new this week or something? Um, I played Fast RMX a little bit more. Yeah, which is that like a zero gravity racer on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes on uh the the switch i don't know why i drew a blank there <laughs> it's that's super fun that's a uh if you played wipeout you basically know exactly what that game is and i wipeout wipeout the menus in that game are such a gigantic ripoff of wipeout it's not even funny I, did you play Wipeout on the Vita? Wipeout. Oh, I played it on the Vita. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Like, you, you see your ship, and then there's it's like a blue back, like a blue like moving background almost, and, mm-hmm. and they have ship like spins, the hexagons. So you, yeah, and then your ship kind of spins, and it'll be like uh, phase on twenty, like whatever. It has like deep voice announcing your ship. That exact same thing happens in RMX every time you pick a ship. It's almost like it's the same exact guy. It's nice. so weird, but the game is super fun. Very, very much uh, worthwhile. It's only twenty dollars, and then I, I haven't got a chance to play uh, to play Super Clips. Oh my God! Do you want know I did do this week? What did you do I this can't, week? I, I actually haven't even told you this yet. Maybe I did. Uh, my roommate and I both have his. We both have switches now. Mm-hmm. We both kind of want to try one two switch, but yeah. we didn't like. Neither of us wanted to spend fifty dollars on it, so we just split a copy that's just for the apartment. Okay. And we got to play that, and I had a really good time. You know what you should have done? Picked up a used copy from GameStop. Are there used copies or no used know, copies? I don't know, maybe. You should, but pick up a used copy from yeah, GameStop then it's like and then return $44. it within seven days. I don't like doing that. Though. I mean, you could be a bad person and do it. I've done it. Yeah, that's because you're a bad person. So that's what we've been playing this week. Not going to argue with you there. Uh, <laughs> no, you have been playing with that game. I beg to differ. Uh, uh, we've got our news story, so another light week for news. Yeah, it's gonna I be like that way for five stories myself. So I only I'm, have four. Yeah, it's because you suck at this. No, I, I'm okay. I'm so okay I'll start with, with one. Here you go. You ready? Are you ready? Yeah. You probably have this one. PS4 games are coming to PlayStation now. Oh my god! I actually, I don't have that one. Oh my god! I knew I was forgetting a story, so that yeah, I have that one. I mean, yeah, I'll just go retroactively say yes. I have your stories too, then. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is actually something that happened almost right after we filmed our last or filmed woo recorded our last podcast. I feel like it's a response to the Xbox Pass. Yeah, I f- I feel like they got wind that the Xbox Games Pass was happening, which is yeah. why they cut support to everything except for PS4 and PC, mm-hmm. and then they're like. All right, guys, let's do this. PS4 games are part of it. They didn't really announce anything other than PS4 games are coming. They yeah. didn't announce what types, how many, how often. I but don't... they did announce that it's part of the existing subscription. You don't have to pay extra for the PS4 part. And it is still streaming. And it is still PS4 and PC only. I mean, we both have PlayStations. I think we both lean on the PlayStation side more. I think the Xbox version sounds better. Yeah. I'd much rather download it to my console. I don't like PlayStation it's now. It's also cheaper. It Half is. cheap. Well, because there's a lot of tech behind the PlayStation now that doesn't work that well. Yeah. Maybe it's gotten better. I don't know. But I tried playing Shadow of the, uh, the Colossus on there. Yeah. And that was a PS2 game. And that didn't handle it very well. So I can't imagine trying to play Uncharted. You know what's weird? 
I was uh, I was one of the beta testers for PlayStation Now mm-hmm. for like six months. Yeah. And I played it on my PS3 and I played it on my Vita, and it actually worked really well. And I didn't notice any input delay, any lag, or anything like that for any of the games I played. Now, granted, it was a very much a very small mm-hmm. group of people who were accessing these servers, but. I actually haven't played it in its actual release version because I didn't decided, well, I'm not going to pay for this because it's not worth it to me to pay for it because I actually own all of these games on PS3, so there's no point in me paying to stream them. I'm... I, I, I just... I don't know. I just don't like the streaming at concept with games. I mean, there's never going to be a point in games, I feel like, where the system you have in your house won't be more powerful than whatever the streaming is capable of. So you might as well just play it off your console, and I think the only benefit Sorry, wait, would say be say that one more time. Like the system you have in your house will always be able will be always be more capable in terms of raw processing power than what is streamable to you. I don't know, man. Did you hear about Microsoft Power of the Cloud they came out with three years yeah. ago that hasn't been integrated to anything ever? Yeah, and, and it still relies on the console you have in your house. <laughs> like it's just all that does is make it so that. Although I think that's exactly what PS Now is, is that these PS3 games were running on these servers, and then you could stream it to your Sony Bravia TV or a PS Vita. So I think that's exactly what it was, is it was more powerful than the device you currently had in your hands. No, but I, one of my, my point is that the system... So, like, PlayStation's, I don't think, going to rely on just streaming. Sure. Purely. So they're going to have some sort of PlayStation system... That you're, that's in your house to play. Right, for all those ruralites who don't have the internet. <laughs> hey, there are still a lot of people in America who don't have the internet, actually. I know. There are also a lot of people in America who don't have homes. <laughs> My There's point a big is that the there. PlayStation... There are not many people who don't have homes who do have internet. That have PlayStations that are concerned about <laughs> this issue. The PlayStation you have at your home will always be more capable than whatever is streaming down. Like, if you stream a PS4 game, it's not going to look as good as the PS4 game running natively on your PS4. True. The same with, like, but with the Xbox versus Pass, Blu-rays. But with Xbox Pass, that's not the case. Exactly. Movies are different, though, because mo- you're really interacting like, oh, my God, I hit the menu option, and it just it took a second no, for it to like hit. looking different, yeah. It doesn't look that much different, though. And the controls you eye, are... You can tell. There are some people who can tell. I am not one of those people. That's why I enjoy Nintendo games. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the PS4 will always look better and play better because it's right there. So I I just don't buy I, I used to be excited about PlayStation now but I no longer really see the validity of it it doesn't seem yeah they'll definitely have to do something different with it than they it will is. but currently it kind of sucks yeah so we'll see. I think that's why they made it PS4 and PC so they can continue to expand that and make it better yeah is it my turn can I go now you can go now yes okay so and one of my four stories I mean I'm kidding I had five stories you stole one <laughs> not laughing all right fine I tried. <laughs> So, uh, the PlayStation Plus games this uh, month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the I, it's, I don't want to go through oh, all of them. Wait, is Lambo on there? Loombam? Is it Lamby? Yes, it is Holden. It you is. didn't even read. You just read the headline, didn't you? No, well, that's you actually not the, such that, a millennial. That's not the story I was actually going for here, Chad. Okay, okay I sorry, thought go, this was just go. interesting, and I wanted to point it out. Holden, go. Do you know what the other game is, or did you just read the headline and not see the actual story? <laughs> Uh, one of the free PlayStation games is David Jaffe's Drawn to Death. Yeah. Oh, which, for April. Gotcha. For April, yeah. 
But that, see, it's not in the story. See, you didn't even know what I was going to do. Well, you, you just said assumed... this month, so you lying whore. That's an excellent point. <laughs> <laughs> I can't repeat that one. Drawn to Death that David Jaffe is making. Yep. I, what's interesting to me is this game is coming out next month as well. Yeah. It's so it is launching, launching as a free game on PlayStation Plus. Has that ever happened before? Oh, that's happened all the time. Really? It happens all the time with indies. That uh, happened with uh, Rocket this League. Is a bigger, this is a bigger thing than Rocket League, though. This is more of a know. isn't this this is like a forty dollar experience. Isn't this it? is this is a game that was gonna tank. No, no, it they, actually is a twenty dollar game. I didn't read the story. No, no, this is this is a game that was gonna tank because it was originally free to play, and it was. Uh, you can't hear me. I can hear you. Oh, now. oh, now I can only hear me in the left. Yeah, what's happening? All right, I think I can hear better now. Testing, testing, testicles. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, drawn to death is something that's been talked about for years. I think it was at the PlayStation Four reveal event. No, or maybe it was, it was one not. of the E3s right after. It was an E3 well after. It was but not. It was, uh, it that was, was, it like was originally free to play, ago. and they're developing this for free to play. And then it's been out in beta for like a year. And so, like, no, like everybody's playing it in beta, and they're like, cool. And then they're not going to make any money off of it. Free to play is kind of not a viable game. Developers are learning that free to play is not really a viable thing on consoles. So they're like, great, we're going to charge money for it. And then, like, everyone's like, great, but I already played it in beta. I've got my time with it, so why am I going to pay money to download this now? Oh, okay. So now they're – this is, like, their ploy, like, okay, uh, great. We're going to do the Rocket League thing. We're going to launch. Everybody's going to have it. We'll get our PlayStation Plus cut, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have a big install base that way. So I think they're hoping to pull the Rocket League on this and make it a thing, even though it was Rocket slowly League. dying before it even came out. Rocket League is totally a thing now, too. That game is huge. Yeah. So, yes, the answer to your question is, it happens all the time. Games launch had, and are free I on PlayStation I had no Plus. idea. This is also, I don't know, David Jaffe hasn't released anything in a long time, either. That, uh, that good old Twisted Metal on PS3, man. Is that the that last thing? swore up and down is not happening, and then he comes out on stage. Oh, by the way... This is happening. <laughs> I remember it not being received that well. Yeah, it was okay. It, it wasn't was a God of War. I think what's funny is David, this is kind of a slight tangent, David Jaffe, his original idea for God of War was not to have a trilogy of like uh, uh, of Greek mythology. And he wanted it that every God of War game was, a, was like Greek mythology, the Norse mythology, and kind of so on and so forth. And now they're kind of actually going for more Norse Well, now, Norse now what it is, is it's a septilogy, sexilogy. Well, but isn't and this... each sexilogy is a new... So I there were that... like six or seven God of War games, and now there's going to be... There were the three. Mythology. There was Ascension, and then there were the two PSP games. Right. So six. And now we're starting a new saga, yeah. I guess. I don't know if this is a remake or four or what it is, but I think it's just like a reboot. It's a new... I think they said that everything in this new one, is, like, that all happened, and this is just him raising his son, and now there are other gods from Norse mythology that he's going to freaking destroy. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next new story from moi. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn sales passed 2.6 million, Ooh. which is pretty impressive. Uh, and that was after two weeks on, on sale. So 2.6, it makes it, makes it Guerrilla Games' best Two, first two weeks uh, of selling, and it's also the best-selling new first-party IP on PlayStation 4. I think they also said in there that they're going to, in their little press release, that they're going to make a, uh, a DLC. Yes, they're working on a story DLC, which is awesome. 
Um, for comparison, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, sold over 2.7 million units worldwide in it just its first week. So, yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty awesome. I'm proud of you, Horizon Zero You Dawn. do that. You get it, Horizon. <laughs> you chase after that, Horizon. Oh, get it? See what I did there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, buddy, go. My turn? It's my turn? Okay, so this is a cool story, I thought. You're right. I can tell already. I can tell already. So, actually, it's funny. I saw the story on Reddit. This guy, and now it's on, like, IGN and stuff. This guy broke his Switch. He sent it to get it fixed. Oh, my God. This is my story, too. Is it really? Yes. Okay. And I think this is huge news. And when he gets it back, he notices that his save data is coming down from the cloud because there's a little cloud icon. So, Nintendo has the capability of storing your saves in the cloud and sending them to your console. Yeah. And there's even a little cloud icon in the operating system to signal when this is happening. So this is clearly something they intend for users to interact with at some point in the future. So the article headline is, Nintendo Switch may eventually support cloud saves after all. I think it basically just confirms that it is going to, and it's probably going to be part of this Nintendo service. Yeah, I hope so. I I hope like PlayStation Plus has cloud saves built in. They have to. The Nintendo online service that you pay for would have cloud saves. I I think th- there has to be some way to get your goddamn saves from one thing to another. Also, saves don't take up that much space. So to p- keep them on a server? I don't know. My Drive Club save, for some reason, all of them, yeah, usually are very small, but my Drive yeah. Club save was like almost 10 gigabytes. 10 gigabytes? <laughs> Do yeah. they save the entire game? Like, no, wait, I lied. It was almost one gigabyte because back when PlayStation Plus had one gig of storage, it took up almost all of the storage for that one game. <laughs> and then they upped it <laughs> to 10 it. or 100 or something. I don't remember. Worth it. Even one gigabyte is plenty of space for your saves. But fucking Unless drive one club. of them is Drive Club. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That, that's a story. I thought that was exciting. Yeah. Next. Here's one that's less exciting. <laughs> Do you have an Android phone? Do you like Super Mario Run? Do you like playing things when they're not part of the zeitgeist anymore and nobody cares? <laughs> Super Mario Run is coming to you very soon. On March 23rd, so it might even be out by the time you're listening to this if you don't listen to us on time. Uh, on Android, you can access Super Mario Run Our to download. Our fans are loyal, Chad. They listen the second <laughs> it goes up. Uh, I know yeah. it's my mom told me. <laughs> so I don't know anyone who still plays this. It was fun. It was a great game while I was for like a week. I'm glad I had it and it was worth the $10 that I spent on it. But I like that. Game. Now, if you have an Android phone, you can know what we were all talking about four months ago. Yeah. And stop talking about four months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. I have equally less exciting news. <laughs> um Sonic Forces. Oh, there we go. That's mine. Yep. Sonic Forces That's gameplay footage uh, has uh, has shown up, and I actually I don't like I've never played Sonic games before, but I was pretty impressed by how cool that looked. Yeah. Again, it didn't look like it was mind blowing or anything like that, but it did look. There was a lot of cool. Uh, there's a you're in this basically uh, city that's getting attacked, and you're running through it, and there's like giant robots and shit in the background. It was, it was cool looking. I don't understand the Sonic games. They look way too fast to be fun. <laughs> like, to know what's happening. Yeah. But people who like Sonic seem to think this is, like, a return to form. I played so many Sonic games really? in my life. Really? I had Sega Game Gear, and I had every Sonic game that was on the Game Gear. Really? Yep. I played... Well, more really, you had a Game Gear? Oh, yeah, I had a Game Gear. That was the shit. When everybody else was playing on those, well, I had both a Game Boy and a Game Gear, but when everyone else was playing on those green screen OG brick gray Game Boys, 
you had full trip, color and I had full cover, color with a backlight and everyone's like I need a light for my Game Boy and I was like yeah me too but yeah. I decided and I'm finally also Nintendo play Game caught Gear. up in 2003 with the Game Boy SP <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I played that I played the Sonic Adventure game and then after Sonic Adventure on Dreamcast I touched Sonic Adventure 2 and I was like man you know what Okay, so what none is of the, these were good. What, what's the appeal of Sonic games? I don't understand it. It's just moving really fast. That's it. It's it's like I played, and then I played Sonic CD on iOS. But it's like it's not. They're just not good or fun. Yeah, that's it. You just move really fast, get to the end of the level, and try not to die. To me, it but always... it's not. It's it, but you're right. It's so fast that it's like not really challenging. Or if you're not going fast, then it's not fun. You're just literally jumping and hope you don't hit something. To me, like I didn't really get into like console war stuff as a kid, but looking back, it always seemed like anyone who's like, dude, Sonic was so great, so much better than Mario. They only said that because their parents got them a Sega system. <laughs> yep. They just wanted to feel better about it. Yep. Mario is way better. Uh, so kind of half of my story is... Uh, are you stealing that... my story again? No. Uh, okay, one good. is that the title is Sonic Forces. Uh, which was Sonic 2017 yes. previously, Sonic and that Sonic Mania has been delayed to the summer. Mm-hmm. So if you're and excited for that Sonic for some reason, Forces is coming to PS4, Switch, and one other console. I don't think it's the Xbox One though. Sonic Forces will be re- released in Q4 on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, PC, oh, okay, and Nintendo 4. Switch. Why did I think it was just PC then PS4? Okay, never mind. I don't know. All right, last bit of news. I think this is the biggest news for me of the week. Go for it. Um, Nintendo. Um, according to the Wall Street Journal, is going to double up on Switch production due to demand. They wanted to have 8 million consoles uh, shipped. Not necessarily sold, but shipped. So just, like, available to buy by the end of next fiscal year. So basically, like, April 2018. Okay. Now that's going to be 16 million. And if they can do that, that's 3 million more systems than the Wii U sold in its entire lifetime. So hopefully they can sell through that stock. Because it's had a great launch so far, but the Dreamcast also had a record-breaking <laughs> launch at its time. So it's not impossible that this won't go over too well, but I think they're going to be good. I think I feel very confident that this is Nintendo's back and they're going to be in a good place. Yeah, I'm excited about where that goes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is nice. the, the news for the week. That's the news. That's the way the news goes. And li- 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 lick my balls. Say that all the time. That's for you Rick and Morty fans out there. At this point, I don't really know what the rest of the podcast is going to be, so I'd say let's inter- let me introduce the next topic for us. But I think Chad is hey, Holden. What's our next reins. topic? Oh man! So you had had it in here. Chad talks about his experience with. Here, I'm going to read exactly what you wrote. Chad shares his Horizon Zero Dawn experience, which he has finished by now. Parentheses right? Question mark. And I wrote, <laughs> nowhere close. Let's save this for another week. <laughs> <laughs> and what I want to see in mine, I see if I go to it and oh, wanna what it it literally just updated oh it just updated good good for you i'm proud uh so <laughs> and now i see the topic i'm like i don't know about this one <laughs> <laughs> so what i wanted to do uh big release this week mass effect andromeda is coming out both of us really enjoy mass effect one and two i did not play three uh two and three i did not play one really okay so interesting both of us like two <laughs> um, we have so much in common. Oh my, oh my god, we god. should hang out sometime. Oh my god, we what's, do what's your number? Can I get your digits? Oh my, okay. <laughs> two forward. Two forward? Oh, okay. Yep. Um, Wait, is digits? Is that two forward? Is it digits? Uh, it's pronounced digits. Digits. <laughs> digits. Digits. A hard the, it's the pre evolved form of a diglet. <laughs> <laughs> diglet, diglet, dug trio. 
Um, so you guys, Mass Effect Andromeda is coming out, and I just wanted to take a little peek back at the company that made it in a segment called, Who the Hell is Bioware? Uh, so Bioware is a company that uh, was founded in February of 1995. They're 22 years old. Wow. They're almost as old as Holden DePardo. I'm, Holden I'm older than something. Holden this is DePardo. great news. <laughs> you are older than a thing and several babies and teenagers. Sure. Um, but I particularly wanted to look kind of at their games history and mm-hmm. see if you had played some of these games, what your experience is worth them. We'll so just kind of go through what one was by their, one. their first big game, if I remember, was Knights of the Old Republic. But oh, what did no. They, no. What did they do no, before no, that? No, no. Well, their first like major game that they're remembered for, at least. What was before no, that? No, 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 no. Really? You are very wrong, sir. I'm very wrong. Okay. Well, here's the very first game. Are you ready? Well, who the hell is Bioware? Who the <laughs> hell is Bioware? Shattered Steel, 1996. You remember that one? Nope. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, and this is where, this is, like, the fact that you said that is blasphemy for everyone who's older than 23. Baldur's Gate. Oh. On PC. I do know of Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. Gate. Those RPGs, they, they were very big on a uh, developer who made those. It was like, a PC thing. Yeah, definitely a PC thing. There's the enhanced editions now on iPad as well. But it's uh, those Dungeons and Dragons types inspired, and actually, I think it's like using that same properties and things like that in a video game. Baldur's Gate to me has just always been one of the worst names for a game. I don't know why. It just oh, sounds dude. like a super lame, like, and this is already lame, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, dude, it was so cool. My okay. brother and I what, played the shit out of it. What is these. this game? Baldur's Game. So, Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate, Tales of the Sword Coast, Baldur's Gate 2, Shadows of Am, Throne of Bale. They were all these top-down isometric. You have a party of, like, six people that you can control. If you're playing with multiple people, then, like, I could have three, you could have three, or I could do two, and you could do four, things like that. But they're just RPGs that you're going through. But rather than the RPGs that you're probably used to, like JRPGs and things like that, where I attack, you attack, and it's, like, four damage and things like that, this is actually, like, D&D type stuff. Like, I did 3d12 damage, and he did a 10d1, I don't know if that's a thing, saving throw to dodge my damage things like that so it actually had that kind of running in what looks like a chat but it's just like kind of a script of what's going in on in the game it's animated as well so it's not like it's turn bit anyway you should look up some videos it's a very important piece of history uh, okay whatever you say it was very fun great story and then knights little republic uh nope nope okay knights Uh, little republic 2 so baldur's gate came out in 1998 tales of the sword coast in 1999 2000 they released MDK2 the hell is that no one knows they didn't even give it words it's just letters MDK D like Donkey Kong maybe it's Mad Donkey Kong Mad Donkey Kong okay so I'm looking okay everybody should look up the cover art for for MDK2 oh I gotta do this right now there is a professor of uh, a mad scientist looking character on the front next to what looks like a human in a cosplay version of the Xenomorph from Aliens right next to a dog smoking a guitar, uh, smoking a cigar with Uzis in his hands. A, four, a four-armed dog at that. And they're all running away from a giant electrical explosion. And the, the tagline is, outthink, outsnipe, outshoot. I want to look there up was a video a, of that very soon. There was a canceled sequel as it well. It came out on Dreamcast, Windows, PlayStation 2, and Wii. That was in 2000. Oh, that's fantastic. 
then their next big thing that they were known for is Neverwinter Nights. Mass Effect. Oh my God, you are such a baby. <laughs> Neverwinter Nights came out in 2002. Another kind of big, it was kind of the next evolution of Baldur's Gate, but in a 3D world, things like that. Uh, there was actually just an Xbox One game released called Neverwinter. It actually, I think, just came to play, PlayStation 4 as well, called Neverwinter, which is kind of the this mm-hmm. generation of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 2002 was Neverwinter Nights. They had a few uh, Shadows of Undertide and Hordes of the Underdark as expansions for that. Then comes KOTOR. Knights of the Old Mass Republic. Of, that's one's Mass Effect, right? Yes. Okay. The next one is Jade Empire. I do know Jade Empire. Yeah. I never played it, but... I know of it. So Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, did you ever play that? I played 15 minutes of it on my iPad and said Mass Effect. <laughs> That's the same exact thing that I did. Yeah. When it came out to iPad, I was like, yeah, I'll give this a shot. Never really did it on Xbox. And Apparently they're fantastic, but Mass Effect. Yeah. You can't play that game after Mass Effect. Mass Effect's too good. Uh, then Jade Empire comes out in 2005. I actually never played that one either. Uh, and then comes Mass Effect 2007, published by Xbox so Xbox cool. exclusive for a very long time. And then was Twist. Was it really an Xbox? It was an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Xbox. 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 So that's why Mass Effect 2, you just had, on when it came out on PlayStation 3, right. you just I, had that comic in the beginning. Yeah, then you decide. Choices. So I have quite, I have so many questions about that comic because there are so many great decisions in Mass Effect 1 that I can't imagine as being, what do you decide with no context to these characters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was basically a four-minute motion comic, and you're, like, making all of these big decisions. Did you kill Rex? Oh, no. Really? I kept Rex. Because oh, yeah. when I played it, I didn't have... Krogans look so cool. How could I kill a Krogan? I, the I way, a Krogan the, way the conversation played out for me, I didn't have a choice. The, the choices were Paragon option that I hadn't worked towards yet, or shoot him. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> fuck it, I gotta shoot him. I don't have a choice. And I shot him. That was... One of the coolest moments in video games. Yeah, is that? Yeah, well, that it was scene one of the coolest three-second choices I made in the motion comic. That's so, so disappointing <laughs> that it was like just blown over like that. Yeah, I never got to play it. It, it eventually came out to PlayStation as like a trilogy, a digital trilogy. You could yeah, get. And, I, I've been. I really wanted them. This is off topic. We'll go to this, but I really wanted them to do a remaster for PlayStation Four. And yeah, Xbox me too. One. I was, was dying. It's the only time I've wanted a remaster, and it's the one developer with enough integrity not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so upsetting. Next up, what do you think the next game is? Hmm. I'll give you a guess. You won't guess. It's uh, Knights of the Republic 2. <laughs> no. Do you remember they did a Sonic the Hedgehog game? <laughs> did they really? <laughs> they did. I was saying that as a joke because that was obviously it's Mass Effect 2. No. Sonic Chronicles the Dark Brotherhood. This is where there was like Sonic and Werewolf Sonic. Wasn't that one of the good ones? No. Really? Okay. None of them are good. None of them are good. (laughs) Anyone who thinks they're good is lying to themselves. Uh, So this came out in 2008. 2007 was Mass Effect. 2008 is uh, Sonic Chronicles Dark Brotherhood. It was an RPG. Uh... (laughs) Then comes Mass Effect Galaxy. I actually have no idea what this is. What is Mass Effect Mass, Galaxy? That Mass Effect Galaxy was a uh, iOS game. You are true. And you it was a top-down shooter that you kind of had some of the powers. You had Mass Effect, and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those things where if you loved Mass Effect, you're going to be so insulted by this mobile rip-off <laughs> version of it. There are choices. There are three choices in the whole game. Yay. Yeah. RPG. So this company now, they're known for all of their big RPGs. 
Baldur's Gate, KOTOR, Mass Effect, huge op- RPGs with great writing, great stories. Where's Dragon Age in there? That's next. This is their first outing with Dragon Age. Dragon Age Origins 2009 comes out. I never really got into the Dragon Age games. No, my friend Emily, though, she, actually, she used to work with us. You know Emily. She loves that game. Yeah. I've gone over to her place once, and she just showed me Dragon Age. <laughs> so you got to this dragon hold, and I'm like, this is cool. This was, uh, it's kind of pitched as a spiritual successor to Baldur's Gate. So if you like Baldur's Gate, you should like Dragon Age. I actually never played it, so maybe I went, maybe you might like it. Who knows? Then comes Dragon Age 2, then comes Marriage, then comes a Baby in a Baby Carriage. Then, did you like the Knights of the Old Republic? Get rid of those, because now it's just the Old Republic. 2011, the MMORPG Star Wars, the Old Republic. Followed by everyone's favorite Mass Effect, Mass Effect 3, which was not a bad game. I never played it. I had a lot of fun with that game. People complain about the ending because they're different colors or something like that. You do have three different color endings. Are you a blue ending, a green ending, or a red ending? And what does that mean? It, nothing. There's not really any difference in the endings. Yeah. Um, I I don't care about that. I was I still want to play that game, but like I everyone, think that's what part of it was. Was like I made all of these choices, and it was supposed to be unique in my own, and then it all comes down to this one big choice at the end that anyone can make any there of the choices. There were choices. Like, in playing Mass Effect Two, I remember there was this journalist in the first game. I really pissed off, and in the second game, she wouldn't even talk to me. Yeah, I think that what, was cool. What people were pissed off though was that they had they had made all of these choices, hoping that this would get them an entirely different ending. When really everyone gets the same choices at the end, no matter how you played the entire series. Yeah. Well, like for me, Rex wasn't in the second game at all. I know. And that's you cool. killed him. I didn't have a choice. He was one of my favorite characters. Hi, Holden, please explain more of the core mechanics of Mass Effect. <laughs> I killed him in the first one, and he wasn't in the second one. It's... We know. That's how the whole trilogy works. That's the Well, shtick. that's not always true. Link dies in some Zelda games, and he's still in the ones after Spoiler that. Spoiler alert. See, this is why Nintendo is so much better than the other developers. <laughs> no. Um... Christ. <laughs> I'm just saying these things because it seems overtly fanboy for dumb reasons. Like, what, what fan was like Mass Effect? No, 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 no. Mario was. <laughs> Woof. I guess there are people like that. So after Mass Effect Three, there were some more Old Republic expansions: Rise of the Hut Cartel, Galactic Starfighter, Galactic Strongholds, blah 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 blah. Then comes Dragon Age Inquisition in 2014, Which game a, of the year for yeah, a lot of very very well outlets. received game. Yeah. So it was Mass Effect 2, though, wasn't it? I think I bought Dragon Age Inquisition, but never started it. Yeah, it's on sales a lot on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. And there was, like, the, the last Flash sale, it was $4, and I decided not to get it. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, that was 2014. Then comes Star Wars, The Old Republic, Shadow of on Star Wars, The Old Republic, Knights of the Fallen Empire. Star Wars, The Old Republic, Knights of Eternal Throne. And then Mass Effect Andromeda. I think. Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. And then TBA... They have announced that they are working on an unnamed original intellectual property. Which apparently, either they said it or it was rumored, but it will be out before March of next year. Interesting. Yes. I love how they described the game, too. They said it will tell real-life stories or something like that. What on earth does that mean? Probably Is it like a like, dating sim? There we go. <laughs> yes. The Bioware dating sim. All And it's just Tinder <laughs> conversations. <laughs> So it's only just people narrating it what the pics look like. Actually, it's just Tinder. 
<laughs> it just makes it easier thinking it's a video game. Trick. <laughs> Our game was released years ago. It's called Tinder. Surprise, we're done developing it now. <laughs> it's it's taking it's been taken out of beta. It's Finally. an official release now. It was on an online multiplayer beta. So that's BioWare. Of all the games that BioWare has made, you've only played Mass Effect 2 and 3, right? Mass Effect 1 and 2. I mean, sorry, 1 and 2. And Baldur's Gate. I played the shit out of Baldur's Gate. You're a lying whore. <laughs> and 15 minutes of KOTOR. And 15 doesn't even count. But Baldur's Gate, no, I'm kidding. Mass Effect 2 is the best game in that list for me. Out I of the ones I, I played. I agree with you. I think I had the most fun with Mass Effect 2. Oh, Again, I've a, said this before. I platinumed game. it. It was very difficult. You platinumed it. it. Wow, that's very impressive. I didn't You said close. that exact same sentence last time I said this on the podcast. I'm, I think I'm going to take that sound clip and put it at the beginning and say, you guys don't know this yet, but I'm going to be right 30 minutes from now. <laughs> <laughs> now, that just happened a lot. So, I, I guess we're going to try to look at developers' entire like back catalog of games mm-hmm. I always think about what their history is and like how they got to where they are and I can see that with the Dragon Age games the Mass Effect games I heard Jade Empire was pretty similar I don't know as I, mentioned that. I don't really know I have Jade not Empire that played much. that one is, is does Baldur's Gate have like a great story where you're choosing different making different decisions or how does that it's not like the like a Mass Effect uh, I think Mass Effect was their first kind of foray into let's have these overarching things that go kind of have a huge effect on the story mm-hmm. um so no it has it has a pretty linear story mass effect was one of those games where when i was a kid i didn't play a lot of games but i loved game journalism i'd get my like game informer magazine i'd look at the pictures game informer with your free GameStop power up edge no i membership, paid for whatever. a I you paid for game informer yeah noob be, because i didn't play games a lot so like what was i gonna get GameStop points for <laughs> And Mass Effect is one of those games where I'm like, oh, they're talking about Mass Effect again. And I look at the screenshots, I'm like, this game looks so cool. Look at these. Oh, that's so weird to me to think that you're you're talking about Mass Effect as a kid in a magazine when I was 17 years old. Are you 17 when that came out? <laughs> yeah. Which means, that, wait, how old are you again? 27. 27. Okay, so you're so really you only were three years. Either I was just like 13. I was just 13 being a kid looking at a magazine. I guess <laughs> I'm still a kid at 13, but isn't like 10 is a kid to me. Okay. Okay. But I remember looking at the screenshots of that and thinking, uh, I remember seeing the, oh God, what are they called? The Geth. Is it Geth? Mm-hmm. I thought those were the coolest looking things ever. I was so, oh God, I was so pumped to get that. And then I couldn't play it for a while because I didn't have a system. But then my cousin got it for me for Christmas. He's like, he asked my mom, he's like, hey, this is an M-rated game, but I think Holden's mature enough to, <laughs> to play it. <laughs> and I was able to play it. And God damn, that game was great. Do you remember the big scandal around that game when it came out? No. There was, I remember Jeff Knightley was on like Fox News defending it uh, because there was a sex scene. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. And Jeff Keighley's argument was they can't fast forward to the game <laughs> to, to get to that <laughs> sex scene. They have to play 30 hours of gameplay and build relationships to, <laughs> to get to a sex scene. It sounds pretty healthy to me. It's also <laughs> M-rated, so. Yeah, kids, that's exactly what you, you have to be, be able to have sex in order to play this game. It's 17. Which is the age of consent in most places, right? Is there anywhere where age of consent is 18? I think 16. As I long 16 as 16 in North Carolina, back where I big old Yeah, 16 in, I think 16 in Texas, as long as you were within two years. it's. I think the, the, the consensus is like if you if you went to high school with this person and they were, a, you know, a, you were a junior and they were just graduating, there's a two-year difference. Okay. That's okay. okay. I think that's what the rule was. Welcome to the Sex Education and Laws yeah. podcast. 
Yeah. This is hey, this is important things. <laughs> I mean, think about us. <laughs> we need this help. Uh, so Mass Effect Andromeda drops on Tuesday. Another game from Bioware. Are you um, getting it? Uh, yeah, I think I am. So we'll have some impressions to talk about. Yeah. I'm going to wait a little next bit. Next week. Because I got some games I want to play first, but I'm going to get I mean, yeah, I have sure. games I want to play. I have... Okay. Literally, I have an app on my phone called Collections that tells me how many video games I own. Are you ready for this? Okay, I don't even want to know. I, w- I want you to take like a ballpark guess how many video games I own. Is it over 100? Hold on. This counts like free PlayStation Plus games. This counts. Is it over two hundred? It's only my like my modernish console, so PS three. Is it over two hundred? Oh yeah, over three. It's five hundred and seventy nine games. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I'm like, let me be, let me be careful here. Over one hundred. And I oh, don't on. play games on Steam, so it's not like I do these Steam summer sales where everything's like a dollar and I buy thirty games. No, it's it's. I have a problem with buying games and not playing them. Oh, I thought I was bad at that. Holy shit. I yeah. think I have in my PlayStation account, I think I have 80 games, most of which I haven't beaten, <laughs> which my roommate reminds me of every time I play a game. <laughs> oh, what's this game you're not going to finish? Hey. Wow. We're getting old. We don't have time to finish everything we start. Yeah, you're like 27. Oh, Why am I doing this podcast with you? I'm ageist. I don't like you. Yeah. I mean, you might as well just like... I'm going to put you on my life insurance, and you're going to cash out. So, <laughs> so yeah, great. That, that's how it works, life insurance. It just goes to whoever you're doing your podcast with. Who the hell is BioWare? Now you know who the hell BioWare is. You're welcome, America. And Spain and Australia. We know you're listening. We can see the the. This is analytics. true. We do have people from Spain and Australia listening to us. One person from World. Melbourne. Can we Melbourne? say we're... Melbourne? Melbourne, Australia? Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia. I'm a native, so... Uh, <laughs> that's because you're that's why you're asking <laughs> you uh, yeah this. new york city new york new york city i'm from america i'm just wondering in new york not new york los that's angeles it, is right. it los angeles i'm sorry they don't pronounce it how it's spelled melbourne <laughs> so we have spain australia and america are we world renowned now is that we a are. thing oh, wow we are world renowned wow we are, well at least world listened <laughs> <laughs> world listened and we can only see if they've listened awareness to a piece of it let alone the whole thing so maybe they're not even listening now who knows it was like a, oh fuck i didn't mean to play that <laughs> the next thing uh next up we have another segment and this one is kind of going to be our our topic and yeah. it's a segment that i've decided to call without talking to you about it. i love the name convince me and so this one is going to be aimed at this is going to be Xbox's job to convince us basically to get a Scorpio. Yeah, like what is what is going to be what would compel us to get a Scorpio? Yep. What would Microsoft have to do? I'm asking. So, what would Microsoft have to do, let's, Chad? Let's set some give us give the audience some backstory. What Microsoft consoles have you had in the past? I have had an Xbox 360. Okay. I have owned the original Xbox Got it. The Christmas it came out. There's one of three con- three cons- potential consoles. <laughs> yeah. So I had the original Xbox. The list. Yeah. I had I for a, a, like a year and a half owned an Xbox 360, uh, and I have not had lights on. Light. You want the lights on? I want the lights on. It's you don't want a podcast in the dark. No, I don't want the cool glow of the red microphone on your goddamn glasses. Is cool. So is it? Okay, well it's about to go away. Uh, lights are on. Sorry guys, we're recording at sunset. So the sun went down and now it's dark. Now it's all sun <sighs> with these sunlights. But I do not own an Xbox One S. I have not. I have played an Xbox One S. So you had an Xbox 360? Uh, yeah, for about a year and a half. Okay. A friend of mine lent me his. 
and you just had a 360, and you have a roommate who has an Xbox One, correct? Yeah, but I don't really play it. Okay. It's in the living room. I can play whatever I want to. I don't. I have enjoyed my, my time so far with Xbox. Mm-hmm. I uh, was a very big Halo fan. I, I played up through Reach, and then I did, I did beat Halo 4 uh, when that came out as well with a friend. Uh, I have always enjoyed Gears. I couldn't get into games. exclusive things. So it's not like I'm I'm a hater. I don't get so much a, myself a hater, but all the games I played on my 360 that I was like I really enjoyed yeah. were all multi-platform. Cool. Mass- That's going to kind of lead us into like what do they need to do to get us back? Yeah. So and then also we both currently have PlayStation 4s. Yes. Um and I have a Nintendo Switch. Let's talk about what what's been confirmed. What do we know about Xbox Scorpio. The only if thing it's even called Xbox Scorpio. Yeah, the only thing that Microsoft has said officially on it was at the E3 last year, right? Where they said that it was going to have six teraflops. So many flops. So many flops of, of Tyrannosaurus power. Rex full of flops. Six of them. All right. So PS4 is that? Is that two teraflops? I think. I don't know. PS. I mean, teraflops are like. No one knows what that means, other no. than it's a bigger number. I think it's funny that they they could have picked. Couldn't you have gone, like, in the metric system down from Terra to the one previously? That was not like, six. Oh, my God. What a huge number. <laughs> like, 6,000, whatever flops before that would have been cooler sounding. Velociflops. Uh, the, the, one I guess, of them's Tyrannosaur flops. The other one's Velociflops. This is where I get I get uh, suspicious of this because they said it is going to be capable of true 4K gaming. PC is not really doing 4K gaming unless you have an insane system. Yeah. I don't imagine a a four or five hundred dollars system. Apparently, Siri <laughs> thought that I said, "Hey Siri." I she, love that she just whispered, "But" before you dismissed her. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, six teraflops, four K gaming, four K gaming, which they in back, quotes, I guess they said native four K, and now they say true four K. Yep, uh, they have announced that it's going to have some kind of virtual reality component whether it's going to be compatible with an existing one they've also announced that it's going to have uh mixed reality support as well i don't know if that means it's going to have hololens support or augmented reality basically is what that means to me well they've called it mixed reality they've called hololens augmented reality they've called oculus virtual reality and then they have said scorpio will have mixed reality so maybe that's both i don't know Interesting. Okay. For support for both, at least. They should just pick a reality and stick with one. <laughs> they're getting confused. Uh, so they're going to have mixed reality support. Um, and then it's going to be backwards or forward compatible is how they're kind of describing this. Like everything you currently own on Xbox One, all of mm-hmm. your devices, your controllers, your Kinect, if you still have that for some reason. No, that's still be backwards compatible. Will be forward compatible with Scorpio. Oh, or Scorpio okay. will be backwards compatible. Yeah, your Xbox um, is one is forward compatible yeah. with Scorpio. Yeah. And then the other thing they're saying is that you buy a game, and you don't buy it for a specific platform. You just buy the game, and you can play it on your Xbox or your Scorpio. So how PlayStation's doing it right now? No. There are not PS4-specific games on PlayStation. You buy Horizon Zero Dawn, and if you have a PS4, it's just better. Oh, you're talking about Pro. Yeah. You have not said the pro po- pro word this entire Oh, yeah, podcast. sorry. Um, 
So yeah, I, I think mean, we say this entire podcast. Like if I mentioned it forty minutes ago, then yeah. you would have totally understood the context. Well, completely. well, PlayStation is also very much saying PS4 Pro is not the next evolutionary step. It's just a simple upgrade over the PlayStation Four. And this is for another topic, but I think that's where it gets interesting between Microsoft and Sony and how yeah. they're positioning this stuff extremely differently. Yeah. So that's what we know about Xbox Scorpio. There have been some rumors that have talked about how Microsoft is talking to developers about the Scorpio, and it sounds very similar to how they're talking, how PlayStation's been talking to developers and how to handle the Scorpio in terms of, uh, you know, w- what kind of advancements they can get, with like HDR gaming or like maybe 4K resolutions sure. or higher frame rates, and how to kind of, I guess, milk it. And I think there was. Milk it was such a weird term to use there. Especially with the hand gesture you just did. But no one can see that. I'm practicing for 1-2-Switch. <laughs> the, I think it was the, the PS4 Pro, to me, came out super early in comparison to the Scorpio. So I'm really curious how much more powerful the Scorpio is really going to be and if that power will actually be worth it, especially right. if it is backwards compatible like the Shadow of Mordor is being pitched as a you know an Xbox One game, and they also said Scorpio, right? Support they, as well. They say you buy it on Xbox One and you get the Scorpio version when that comes out. But like, how much better is the Scorpio version gonna be? Exactly. Because the this PS4 is... games have not impressed me that much when you go from PS4 to Pro. Like, not enough to convince me. Right. This is where it gets to where they've announced that like as of right now they're saying there's not gonna be any Scorpio exclusive games. Which is a mistake, I think. I think so, too, yeah. Yeah. I think there needs to be something, for me at least, there needs to be something that I gain by getting this that is significant. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean like, oh, I get extra content in the game, but uh, like a significant reason why I would upgrade from a 1S, which can do some 4K, like not real true 4K. It upscales. It upscales the 4K content. It can do HDR. Um, Why do I get... Scorpio over that. It seems like virtual reality is what they want. I that think that's going to be a big be. part of it. Which I... is which is also very strange that if that if a virtual reality game game comes to Scorpio and it doesn't come to Xbox One S, which it wouldn't because Xbox One S doesn't a, seem to be exclusive game. Yeah, but I think they're going to say, but that is a virtual reality game, so it's not an Xbox sure. game. I don't know how that's going to work. I'm really curious how they're going to pitch this system. Just because of how confusing this seems so far, I'm sure it'll make more sense when they when they talk about it. But I don't know if virtual reality is enough of a sway. I think they really were banking on how prominent VR was last year, and I think we were talking about this. Did we talk about this in a podcast before? Where it seems like VR has kind of like fizzled off a little bit. Like people are excited about PlayStation VR. But other than that, it seems like people are now just waiting for the next big advancement. Or waiting for a price to come down on the other ones, at yeah. least. Yeah. So, um, and, and they're going to release this. I'm assuming it seems like they're going to release this with Oculus, considering Oculus comes with an Xbox controller already. Yeah, they've got a little partnership going there. So, That's it's going to be Oculus. Speculation. But you're going to have to buy this Oculus separately. And how much is the Oculus? Like $500? It's now $600 for the Oculus and the touch controllers. Um, That's a big investment. So, you have VR support, I guess. That's a big investment. I don't know, man. Yeah. I think for me, what I would need is something along the lines of the differentiator that we saw with the original Shadow of Mordor. Like, if you bought it on PS3 or Xbox 360, it didn't have the Nemesis system. Mm-hmm. If you bought it on the new one, it does have these brand new mechanics that make the game 
that mechanics much cooler. are more interesting to me than it is in a 4K now. Right. Technically, it's the same game, same story, same mission, same objectives, but you do have this new cool mechanic that makes it that much better. So I think if there's that big of a jump and games are able to do that between, mm-hmm. uh, just basically give me a reason, something new and cool that I can do on Scorpio that I couldn't do on anywhere else, as well as huge first party support. Like it needs a lot Which of exclusives. They are lacking. Yeah, right now. In general, they're lacking. I mean, they have Crackdown that we haven't heard anything about in two years Hopefully since they did their cloud demo. Year. We've got, but like, I I need a reason because multi-platform well, stuff. I've already got my PlayStation. That was gonna be my reason to get this. Is that there are some games I want to play on Xbox. Like I want to play Below. Below looks very yeah. good. Um, I still want to play Sunset Overdrive because I've heard I do, that's yeah. really fun. But I'm not gonna spend that much money to get an Xbox. And if I'm going to get an Xbox, I'm not going to get the 1S at this point. If I'm going to get an Xbox, I'm going to get the one that's going to last me longer, which will be the Scorpio. But is this thing going to be like four or $500? Do I want to spend that kind of money to play a handful of games? Scalebound was canceled. Crackdown <laughs> doesn't appeal to me. I don't care about Halo. Racing simulations, I just don't want to get aggravated. So I'm not going <laughs> to play that. It just doesn't seem like there's anything for me on Xbox. They've really dropped the ball, I feel like, on the on the gaming side of things and i and i feel like that's just that's just a, a a a consequence of how they marketed the xbox one to begin with is it's like all around entertainment device they kind of didn't push gaming to the side a little bit but it's clear that playstation was their gaming system xbox was their entertainment device right this needs to be pitched as a gaming system and here are these great games and we haven't been talking about anything game related because scorpio is gonna making this game so much better like that's the message i need to hear yep to be excited about this i just don't get that feeling this is gonna happen if they come out of e3 and they say here's a new game coming out here's why it's better on scorpio here's a new game coming out here's why it's better on scorpio and they hit us with all yeah. these first party things that you can only play on xbox mm-hmm. yeah i might consider jumping in but well, if if that doesn't happen and they announce scorpio i'm like okay it's kind of the ps4 to ps4 pro upgrade i'm like well, not much of an incentive there. I'll probably end up picking up an Xbox One S if I want to play those couple of games, yeah. Sunset Overdrive, Below, things like My that. My roommate also already has an Xbox One, so we're so scenario a for you to do it. Yeah, but I still would like to. I actually don't like playing in other people's systems. I like to like have my my own system. But sure. like, we're in the unique situation that we don't already have an Xbox. We both have a PlayStation. So if this generation does go a little bit longer and we are looking to get a new console, we might as well get an Xbox. You, however, want to get a PS4 Pro just because you want the better VR support. Yeah. I don't really care about VR right now, so I would be more in the market for a Scorpio if I were to get a third console. But I, there'd have to, like, there has to be good games there. That's, that's the only thing that's really holding me back right now. Yeah, if there's no game support, that's, that's heck. That's why I don't have a Switch right now. But Zelda's the only game I need. <laughs> I understand Open that your for you. eyes. Open your eyes, Chad. Zelda's perfect. So yeah, for me, <laughs> if I boiled it down for a few points, I need some big exclusives. I need yeah. a reason why it's that much better than an Xbox One S. And then I don't really care about the VR part of it because I have the headset that I'm going to have. Yeah. I also I've just already got one. Don't and we've gotten into debate about this, I feel like, but I just don't see if Microsoft You as... don't see yourself getting it if it doesn't have Netflix, right? <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't care if it's Netflix or not, but it definitely will. <laughs> the you now lost my train of thought. Thanks, Chad. No, we got into a debate about this where I, damn, I lost my 
fucking train of thought. I had no idea. You just talked for a little bit. Talk about some things that we've gotten in debates about in the past. Maybe that'll jog your memory. We have gotten into no debates. We are always in agreement with one another. Does that have anything to do with VR? No, it's nothing to do with VR. It was... Oh, I don't see Microsoft as a big player in the gaming industry in the next, like, after Scorpio. I just don't see, like, another generation of Xbox coming out and it having the impact that it did when Xbox One came out and Xbox 360 came out. Like, it feels like they're in this downward decline, and I just don't feel like getting on that ship right now. Yeah. And I know you completely disagree with me on that. I, I have hope. I, I There's no way that Sony's going to go unrivaled. So somebody's yeah. either got to step up or it's got to be Microsoft. And the Microsoft is, is too big to fail. <laughs> they'll, they'll... We all see how that works out sometimes. But... I think the same kind of thing could have been said about Nintendo, and I think it is taking off right now with the Switch. Totally. So I think Scorpio could be a chance for it to turn that around. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's coming out in the holiday season, which is a good time for a system to come out. I just, I don't know. I'm just not. Apparently, we're going to hear about this fairly soon, actually. Yeah. Phil Spencer said that they want E3 to focus on just games, games, games. They don't want a hardware announcement interrupting that. Right. So that was 100% a confirmation that we are going to see Scorpio beforehand, just like we saw Xbox One before E3. So I'm thinking yep. we are either going to see this next month in April or in early May. I can't imagine they're going to push it that close to to E3. So we're, we're going to see this in like a month and a half. Cool beans. Cool, cool so, beans. So uh, are you excited for Xbox Scorpio? Do you also like games and shit Email then why us. did you listen to an hour of this podcast post it on the facebook group all i don't like video games i just want to screen gaming podcast i'm gonna talk over you <laughs> oh man good thing we have shut up <laughs> I right, this is going anything. great you guys so that's why we're gonna round it out here at the very end with some subscriber interrogatives <laughs> can i ask them this time you, you asked can them last time. yeah oh do you want to read the uh, read the reader mail yep here's the reader mail so the first one, uh, which I don't know what brilliant person wrote this question, what game have you put just too much time into that it didn't actually deserve? That it didn't deserve? Yeah. You put a lot of time into it and it didn't like, deserve Like your it. Final Fantasy fifteen experience. Except that deserved every bit of it. I loved that. <laughs> I loved every hour of the 60 hours. Except like, for the last part where I was literally just running in a circle that's what I was that kind of referring trophy. to. Yeah. Um, I feel like that would then most recently be destiny when i was mm-hmm. after i beat the game in the first week or two maybe and yeah. then spent the rest of that month and a half just running in circles picking up resources and playing the same shit over and over i sunk a lot of time into that game i don't i i can't i can't blame you for that because i did the same exact thing with that <laughs> game too i put too much time into it i think you said the same thing that i was thinking when i was playing it which was why like i'm not having fun with this like why am i continuing with this oh here's another one yeah pokemon go you literally okay 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 a week ago we're like hanging out and we're walking down the street and you're like i am sorry i was late i had to go catch a squirtle or something uh no first of all i already have my blastoise um it was a new manta ray looking one ezreal whatever no i don't even know what you're trying to say um, that was me mumbling. That was me. But I've been trying. I played it literally every single day since it came out. Has not been a day that I have not played it. And since it's not since it that, came out, still since it came out, yeah, I'm still, still playing it. Still, yeah. 
What? Yep. <laughs> I had no idea. Yep. Yeah, it's absolutely. not something that I'm just like, oh, I'm going to go on a walk and purposefully go get at this shit and go battle a gym. Usually you have like, a moment. So I'm walking to the train. Might as well rack up some points on this egg or catch. It's like a, it's like a meta game for my life. Like, what <laughs> I mean, else am I going to do? It is. Look at the ground while I walk or try not to make eye contact with strangers? Or, like, think about stuff? No. So I'll catch some Pokemon. I've almost completed the original Pokedex, and then they add all these other ones there, and I'm working my way through that. I don't so. even think Jeremy has played it that much. I think even Oh, no, as soon as they announced the Watch app, Jeremy said, I'm stopping until the Watch app comes out, and then he just never picked it back up. Yeah. But I play it. My parents are still playing it. My little sister's still playing it. Wow, I had and no idea. my little idea. sister, I mean 25. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, play Pokemon Go. It's definitely not good enough to warrant the... I'm sure trillions of hours that I put into it by now, but that's funny. I did not it's, expect that. It's just that. a good meta game to keep to to do while I'm well, walking. When I saw you with Pikachu, I'm like, oh, Chad decided to pick up Pokemon Go again. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Every wow. single day. I'm gonna see if there's a way in here where I can see how many hours I put into this thing. Probably not as much as time as I put into Zelda. Oh, I'm sure it is much more than that. <laughs> I am sure. Well, while you're looking that up... Yeah, you tell me about your game. Um, Probably No Man's Sky. No Mansky. No Mansky. I do still like that game. I don't hate it. I get the criticism 100%. Would never argue with anyone who says it's a bad game. <laughs> but yeah, I put too much time. I, I would spend hours and hours and hours at a time in that. And I haven't played it in a while since, but when it came out, I definitely was a little too into that game. I... On my day off, I just just like Zelda. I think I played it like all day long, and that alone was too much. Yeah, yeah. And then I think other than that, there there aren't many like mobile games that I really like. But there is this one uh, iOS game that I consistently come back to all the time. And I actually wouldn't even say it doesn't deserve the time because it is really fucking awesome. It's called Boost 2. Boost 2? That sounds like a good game. It's so much fun. You are... It's an endless wonder game. And it starts off and you're basically just in this tube avoiding these blocks. And you're rotating around the tube and hitting boost pads to go faster. But eventually, the tube will start to open up and it flattens out. And then it continues to fold over until you're outside the tube okay and all happens live while you're playing the game so it kind of like opens and closes up on you like all the time it's really it's awesome it's super fun it's a great uh game just to listen to music to and just kind of go okay super fun i couldn't find how much time i've spent with pokemon go but i did see how many kilometers i've walked with it oh wow how many 625 kilometers wow let's see how many miles that is you are a fifth way across America. That is 388 miles that I've walked while playing this game. Oh, 388 miles. Oh, okay. That is, okay, it's a tenth of America. And I don't I do not do the, like, cheating, ride the bus, have it open while it's going slow enough, or drive really slowly in a car. Like, those are legit. I've walked that many miles. <laughs> I have almost walked 500, and I would walk 500 more just to be the man who walked 1,000 miles to hatch that Pikachu. Question for you, Chad. Da, da, da. Another interrogative. Have you ever had a console you didn't like? You know, I was trying to – I saw this while I was at the gym today, and I was trying to think, and I don't think I have. 
Do you think it's because we're so wise at our purchasing choices, or just there really isn't a bad console? No, I don't. I just don't think there is a bad console. I've never had one that I've been disappointed. Like, oh shit! I mean, I got that PlayStation Three, and it was just the worst thing I've ever had. It's never once happened to no, me. I mean, no matter what, the console is as good as the games you play on it. Yeah. So, I mean, there's always good going to be good third-party games you can find, and it's really the experience you have with the console. Rather than, sure, there are consoles with better features or better mm-hmm. graphics or things like that, but as long as you found the good games on it, then it was a good yeah. console for you. I mean, I've you had did, a lot of consoles. You've had more than I have. I, there's Here we not go. even like a console. Yeah. Game Gear. Original Game Boy. Really? You didn't like the original Game Boy? Only because I couldn't find that chicken egg when I dropped it on the rug in Harvest Moon. <laughs> <laughs> no, the original Game Boy was great. Game Gear Game Gear was even great. Playing Outrun Europa on that thing, man. Yeah, I Whatever had to change all is. six batteries every 30 minutes. <laughs> was the battery really that bad? Oh, it sucked up batteries so fast. And it was six <laughs> AA batteries every time you had to change them out. That's great. And of course, I lost the backs to it, so I just, the entire back of my bat, uh, Game Gear was just duct tape. I do think it's funny that the the reason Nintendo ever competed as heavily in power when it came to the handhelds is the battery life was the concern. You could get like fucking fifteen hours out of a, a Game Boy. Yeah. That's not even an exaggeration. Like that's I think it's pretty accurate. And now I think with 3DS, it's like fuck it, three hours, three to five hours, <laughs> which is like probably close to where Game Gear was. Yeah, at the time, that's I think it's a really funny. Switch three hours, Zelda Breath of the Wild two and a half hours. Yep, depending on your settings. But if you're playing little baby games on Switch, you can get six hours. Yeah, Shovel Knight lasts a long time. Shovel Knight's not a baby game. That's a good game. But I mean, like graphically, like it's not that intense. But it's cool looking. It's very cool looking. Shut up. Next question. <laughs> Least, this I guess is the last question that I have, unless you have more. Least favorite part of your favorite games? Uh, we've mentioned this before, and that was Jabu Jabu's Belly. And yeah, okay. Enough time. It's a very Hate good one. that shit. Also, anything underwater in any game ever always sucks. Pretty much, yeah. Yep. Underwater levels suck. Especially, you ever played that game Abzu? Whole game's underwater. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That game was actually pretty great. But... Underwater levels, man. I don't ever beat Abzu. Are the freaking worst. Yeah, there's never been a good one. I don't, I'm trying to think of what... If there even is, like, a... If one of my least favorite part of my favorite games would be... I remember loving Mario Sunshine, but not ever knowing what I should be doing. <laughs> playing the game, which is weird to say for a Mario game. I mean, that's Zelda. Breath of the Wild. No, remember Zelda? You're not even not Zelda. sure what you're doing. You're just running around getting shrines and shit. Remember and, as a kid, and though, Clorox seeds. I loved Ocarina of Time because I I'm beat it. I'm talking about Breath of the Wild. I know, but I'm talking about the games I was playing <laughs> as a kid. Deku Tree. Yeah, the Deku Tree. That was it. That was the whole game. <laughs> After that, you just go to this giant world you can't do anything in. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think I think every game has some kind of flaw to it. I can't but think he, of a game that I was like, man, every single second of this was fantastic. Yeah, there's always it. something. But you just overlook those those bad things. Yeah. I, I really can't. The Lazarevich battle at the end of Uncharted 2. Okay, yeah. That, Dumb. I, see, to say that was one of my favorite games, though, is not accurate. Oh, man, it's absolutely top five favorite games for me. Mm. Mm. I so played those good. games too late. Yeah, you did. You're an idiot. I just didn't play them. It's not my fault. No, right? that is. That's, everything about that is your fault for not playing them. Shadow of the Colossus, one of my favorite games. I love that game. Great game. It 
would take way too long to navigate that world to get to the Colossus. It's just because you didn't know what you were doing. No, I told you, you'd point your sword in, in, this, in the air and it would and it goes, shine a light. Points at different areas. Yeah, it wasn't... That horse. I guess I don't know how else it would have worked, though. It's. I think that's kind of the point of, like... Uh, like there are criticisms of... I'm starting to understand someone wrote about this today. Games are systems. They're just, like, it's a system that's been created... And at a certain point, you can't go back and change that that system. So yeah. there's just inherently going to be some flaws in it. Or sometimes, like, to create that epicness of getting to that colossus or creating that moment of, like, okay, I found this big, cool area now. I'm going to climb up that big, cool area until I get to this giant, big, cool monster that I'm going to fight. You kind of need those long moments right, to get there. But at the time, it's like... That's exactly why... In The Last of Us, the giraffe moment is so absolutely perfect. Yeah. You go through this, like, this section of the game that just beats you down with all these clickers and just, like, so much despair. And you crawl out, and Ellie screams while she's up above you. And you're like, shit, what's up there? I'm just, like, so exhausted from playing this. And you get up there, and it's giraffes. Giraffes. Yeah. And it's this beautiful moment. And, yeah, I cried. So what? You're so a bitch. I'm not a bitch. What, what happened with me in that moment is I got past the bullshit clicker thing and i'm like i'm going to bed <laughs> and, I oh, no. and then i wake up and i'm like oh cool i'm getting right in the action what's lec a fucking giraffe <laughs> oh man you ruined it yeah you I ruin all it. naughty dog games i do no last of us is one of my favorite game. games of all time easily i think it absolutely is my favorite game your favorite game yeah what's your favorite game you're gonna hate me for saying this Zelda is always my favorite series, always my favorite games, the games I always return to, that game, that fucking game. I don't game, think I'm man. ever going to play this game because you love it so much. I love this game so much. I don't. I wouldn't blame you if you went into this and went like, yeah, it was all right. It's okay. <laughs> no, I guess least favorite thing in that game, though, the fucking rain. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It rains, again, like, I, oops. Again, I get it. I get why that rain exists, but it just rains too fucking much. Yep. Too fucking much. But yeah. I think that is all the interrogatives that we have. And that's the subscriber interrogatives for this week. You guys, thank you for joining us. Uh, quick thing about next week. Holden loves his family or some stupid shit, and so he's going to be out for a little bit. So mm -hmm. this will probably be a day or maybe too late next week. Yeah. So look for it maybe Monday night or Tuesday night instead of the normal late Sunday, early Monday. And I'm taking a break from Zelda after I get back. And he's I'm taking a break from Zelda. Dear God. The clouds <laughs> are parting. I can talk to my friend about other things now. I'm I, I'm showing it to my brother because he's ten and he's never played it before, and I'm very excited to show it to him. And then it's it's gonna be done. Nice. It's gonna be a change. There's gonna be a change in the year, Chad. Change is coming. Yeah. And I'll play Metro. Thanks again to David Sullivan for being our sole like on Facebook. <laughs> <at laughs> Facebook.com/slash/splitscreengaming podcast. Uh, yeah, give us some tweets. Give us a follow on some Instagrams, some Twitter, Split Screen GP. Both of those things. That's a fart noise with my mouth. And that's how we're going to leave it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen, with a fart noise from my mouth. That's Holden DePardo. I'm Chad Michaelinis. You guys are some Brady Bunch chocolate molds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, end it. <laughs>